Alrighty-o. Podcast here, Rob Petrillo, my good buddy, ended his Speaking of Nothing podcast. We talk about what he's been up to. He's big into the paranormal stuff as well, so I get his thoughts on the Skinwalker Ranch thing. We talk about our former podcast, Everyone Eats. We kick around a little bit, uh, you know, what's going on with uh, the presidency. Obviously one ending, another one starting. And we talk about Britney Spears' sister and Teslas and cats. How's that for a tease? It's all coming up out of the hat. Oh, a two-man band back together. What a beautiful thing. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Oh, man, I've missed your voice. I I miss that gorgeous smile of yours. <laughs> I miss both of my headphone ears working. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, this this booth is always kind of an adventure. I, I'll get it. Just, just give me a minute. I just got to... Fiddle. I'm so impressed with the audio quality. Are you like, how are you doing this? Are you talking into a microphone into Zoom? Yes. Yes, I am. Gotcha. Okay. Because I was like, why do you sound so good? The only problem is this board is just a piece of garbage. How did, I didn't even realize you could do that. What do you mean? There we go. I got it. Uh, well, I guess if you're in a studio, it's yeah. easy. To... Oh, yeah. It sure is. Oh, man. But my audio isn't going to sound as good. Yes, it is. Your audio sounds... Oh, I'm already like filled with love with the sound of your audio. Okay, all right. Do you want me to delete all this garbage or leave it in there? I don't care. Do whatever you want. I, don't, I think Petrillo style. We might just leave it in. <laughs> so, sure. I... I I was driving down the freeway and yeah. uh, jotting down notes for what I wanted to talk to you about, and Sounds probably dangerous. probably not the safest idea. But you know, I think you will respect that. Sometimes when you have an idea, you just got to write it down, and if you let it go, you know, I'll get in here. And I know that you, you just felt this. Yell at Siri, though, you just yell at her and tell her uh, to write it down. You know, technology and I are not always the best of friends. Like. I'm 38 going on like 80. Like at some point soon here, I'm going to cross that bridge and it's going to be a real trouble spot. Like already, I have never been on Snapchat or TikTok. All right. Well, I, I mean, again, you just literally just yell at your phone and tell it to make a note of what you're saying and it'll just record everything. You say that, but... I have a host here at KTAR who records his texts at times and sends them to me. And half the time I have to call him or text him back and say, what? Because Siri does not always get it right. Yeah, that's why, again, it's better for notes because you could kind of decipher your own thoughts. If somebody else is texting you, it's probably a little tough, but I feel you. So that's why I like to uh, drive down the road and frantically, like, just throw some stuff in there. And, sure. and I think I got some good ones. Can't wait. 
<laughs> you sound so intrigued. Uh, when I, when I called you today, uh, yeah. were you like mid story? Because you you sounded like you didn't sound perturbed, but you definitely sounded busy. Um, no, unfortunately, I got some really shitty news today, so I'm just like dealing with oh. some bad times. But I'm sorry. Is is there anything you want to process now, or do you want to not process it at all? No, we could we could talk about other things. Okay, and... we will we will talk about other things. Like, can I mention the the job that I know that you have? Can I mention the company? Because I I thought of a couple stories that I'm I'm curious if you voiced, and I still have the app on my phone, though. You know, I have to look at like a billion places for news all the dang time. So, admittedly, I don't go there. But I when I did listen to your stories from there. I thought, you know, this is pretty dang good. Or or do you like to not credit them? Oh no, you could you could say whatever you want. Micro audio. Check yeah. out Rob's sexy voice there. You can uh you can get his voice, you can get uh whoever the female is who does stories personally. I like Rob's stories better because he's my friend. <laughs> They're both equally as good. No, yes. they are not. Yours are definitely uh much more my speed and honestly. To be frank, I feel as though your read is a little bit cleaner. Well, I appreciate that. Well, I'm sure she's a professional as well. Do you know her at all or no? Um, no, I don't. She okay. lives uh, across the country, and uh, we've only uh, chatted on the phone once or twice, but she seems like a, a, a professional voiceover. <laughs> I'm sure she is. Yeah. Uh, so two stories I want to hit you on, and I'm I'm curious if you've voiced these, if you've seen these. Yeah. Um, we're going to, I'm going to give you a little tease and you're going to, you're going to tell me if you've come across it. Ready for a D-lister celebrity? I'm ready. Jamie Lynn Spears. Uh, is that the Britney Spears sister? Well, correct. But do you know what, what she's in the news for most recently? Oh God, no, I have no idea. Headline, Jamie Lynn Spears clarifies comments blaming Tesla for the devastating and tragic death of her cats. <laughs> Where was this a headline? Uh, this is Yahoo Entertainment. All right. Good to know. Uh-huh. So I, I saw this story a couple days ago. So yeah. she has called out Tesla for the death of her pet cats. But she's she's went on to clarify now. So the gist of the story is, so I am not lucky enough to own a Tesla. I know you don't own a Tesla. I would love to own a Tesla. I think they are awesome cars, and I would love to buy one someday. Yeah, uh, I think Tesla's cool, but hmm. isn't the whole having to charge it thing seem like a pain in the ass? A little, admittedly, like, they're good enough now that you could get from Phoenix to Vegas on a charge. And that's really all I need on one charge. I did think about getting a Tesla at some point myself and they're expensive. Uh, they, yeah, they are expensive. It does seem like a, a, a solid investment, but the one thing that did seem that was seemed like a pain in the ass was, yeah, you'd have to like install a charger thing in your home. If you wanted to charge it at home. Correct. Um, and then I just started thinking about, all the different places I know where there are Tesla chargers. And mm -hmm. there's, I, I can think of two off the top of my head right now. So, 
So she threw up a social media video saying, quote, I know that there's just bigger things. <laughs> Such great grammar. I know that there's just bigger things to worry about in the world right now. But somebody's got to let Elon Musk know that the Tesla is a secret cat killer. And it's a problem that we've really got to fix. We have now lost, I don't even want to tell you how many cats, because they don't hear the Tesla crank, and unfortunately, things happen. And it's really devastating and tragic for everyone involved. Oh, is it because the cats are like sleeping on the tire or something? I, I guess. Bottom line is the Tesla is very quiet and has run Aren't over it, a number of this cats. happen with a Prius too? Aren't Priuses quiet? It, that, that's part of her clarification. So she clarified here in, uh, what is this? I don't know. This is some sort of social media that, again, I don't understand. This is probably a a TikTok snap time face thingy. I don't know what this is. Um, She says, uh, not that it matters, but this is a bit misleading. So just to clarify. And she has five points she wanted to clarify. Uh, So the biggie... Hold on, five? Oh, yeah, she made five points to her clarification here. And this is a story you felt like me and you really needed to dig into. (laughs) Yeah, I thought we could have some, you know, we're just having fun here. Okay, okay, let's let's do it. I just figured, you know, it's a bizarre story. You, it is you know, on, on your podcast, you used to talk about bizarre stuff, and I saw this yesterday, and I thought, this is bizarre. Don't worry, we're going to get into some other matters as well. I'm not worried. I was. I go. I'm, go ahead. I'm sorry for interrupting. It's it's all good. Don't apologize. Not that it matters, but this is a bit misleading. So, just to clarify, one, I did not run over any cats. Two, Tesla is not to be blamed and was never intended to be. Three, user error is admittedly involved. Four, we always check for animals before moving a vehicle. Five. I was only making a suggestion about something I think would be extremely helpful, and the geniuses at Tesla Motors are the best to go to for said issue. XOXOXO. Uh, Man, she really borders on genius there, that Jamie Lynn Spears. I love how she assumes anybody at Tesla gives a shit at all what she thinks, first of all. So I'm just very confused. So I guess she's speaking for the the planet that... uh, when she says, we have now lost, I don't even want to tell you how many cats. Um, and I get that they're quiet, but I didn't realize that they were that quiet, that cats were getting mowed down by electric also, vehicles. Where is she getting this information? If she's not the one killing the cats, I is there know. some sort of Reddit for Teslas that murder animals? And the point that I saw the other day on... Uh, I thought it was from the Daily Mail where I read the article, but evidently it was somewhere else because I'm not seeing it here. Uh, Electric vehicles are required to emit a sound that is the equivalent of about a dishwasher. So they are not allowed to be silent or maybe they made that change at some point, but they're not they're not these silent cat killers. So. I don't know. I, I saw that story, and it was a story that uh, I I don't know. I I thought you know you know no. Maybe, I'm maybe Rob would I have just, a, a thought. I'm just a little confused now because mm-hmm. 
who's killing how are these cats dying um it look it's a, a spears <laughs> throwing this out there i i think okay. she took a lot of flack for throwing it out there and trying to blame them and that's why she had to do her five-part backpedal thank god she did that um so we're just gonna hopscotch around here because uh, that's what i want to do now um <sighs> I have other points jotted down here. Um, The first thing I want to bring up, uh, obviously, I I miss your podcast. You were way too kind to uh, give mine a a little bit of love at the end of yours. And then I promptly didn't record one for the next two weeks, which I'm sure was just your audience probably just loved that. They're like, hey, what's this other podcast I can check out? At least I did have episodes. Yeah, I'm sure they went back and but. Um, so that was very sweet of you. I did record one today that, uh, that is up and out there. If people want to check that out, uh, are you missing your podcast at all? Well, it's only, it's, when did I stop? It's the 18th. So it's I been mean, like two to three weeks. Yeah. It's been, it's still way too soon to really miss anything. Okay. Um, I do feel like there are things that I would have talked about if I was still doing it. Mm-hmm. Such so I, as? I, so, like, I do, because it was a great outlet for me uh, to talk about stuff that nobody else <laughs> really wants to sit and listen to me talk about, as in, like, a, a friend, you know, one-on-one conversation. So I think I was doing all of my my friends and family a favor by by doing the podcast and having that outlet. Like what? What were you talking about that you don't think anybody wanted to listen to? Like the the political stuff or the uh, yeah, extraterrestrial I mean, stuff, stuff or a lot of weird alien stuff. There's been a lot of that going on, and your mom seemed on. to be into that stuff. Yeah, no, she's into it, and I could bring it up, and she'll she'll talk. But you know, she just like. It's I want to like really get into it and nobody really wants to get in. I and I understand. I'm like way into it. What, I'm like I'm like way too into it and I want to talk about things that happened 30 years ago and you know, it's it's a lot. So every once in a while I'll just like see a story and be like, "Oh man, that would be a really good podcast story. Maybe I'll just start sending them to you." I thought you were doing a uh, isn't this podcast called Out of the Hat? I thought you were like taking questions and doing that. Is that not a thing anymore? So, that's what it was initially. Yeah. And then my podcast has had several evolutions in the year or so I've been doing it. So, I had five or six submissions off the bat for stuff to talk about. And I talked about all of those things and yeah. Perhaps I don't just ask people. Um, perhaps my you know call to action is not good enough. It's funny. I talked about this on the end of the last episode that I did because there was a call to action there as well, which we're going to get into. Um, but I don't know. I, I really think people just want to listen. They don't want to lend ideas. But my hope was, yeah, that people would tell me what the heck they wanted me to talk about, and then I would talk about those things. That's yeah. how the podcast started. Then it be then it became, well, they're not giving me ideas, so I'm just going to talk about random stuff at times with myself because I want to get better at monologuing, 
At times, I will uh, put on somebody who I want to talk with about anything under the sun, and I'll let them ask me stuff that I don't know what's coming. Uh, I will talk with my dad about his life growing up, uh, and we work through that. There's a ton of them out there, but the the book that I go off of is called like My Father's Story. Mm -hmm. So him and I have done a handful of podcasts. I've been interviewed on a couple episodes of this podcast. Uh, Sometimes we talk about events going on in my life. Sometimes it's stuff going on in my friends' lives. Sometimes it's just random stuff. So out of the hat, yes, it did start as me picking ideas out of a hat. But now it's really just the name of this podcast where I talk about random stuff. And admittedly, the name is not nearly as good as Speaking of Nothing, which was a <laughs> tremendous name. But uh, I'm, I don't want to change the name of the podcast because it's what I first came out with. I paid for the artwork that I use on, on um, you know, whether you see the podcast on Spotify or Apple. I paid an independent artist for the cool logo, and I like it. And, uh, you know, that that's the name of the podcast and people can deal with it because I like the name. All right. I mean, I was, I was just wondering if you were still taking questions or not. I, look, if if somebody wants to give me a question, I'm I'm certainly open to it. All right. Well, I'm just going to start sending you weird stories. I hope you do. Please do. <laughs> you, have, you have things to talk about. Uh, look, I've always got, you know, it's why I just jot crap down. But yeah, no, anytime you want to just send me stuff, please do. I am uh, anxious to get into it. On the last episode, I... I've done two kind of paranormal episodes now. Yeah. One, the first touched on these like uh, rescue 411 stories, I think is what they're called. Have you went down that rabbit hole at all? I have not. Let's see if I got that name right. Uh, Is it rescue 411 stories? I don't feel like I have that right. Oh, boy. Now I'm going to have to go to my podcast and see what the heck the name of that was. Um, and the most recent one, I'm sure you've heard of this. We we got into Skinwalker Ranch. Do you know about that at all? Of course. And I had never heard of it. Yeah. And That's a pretty wild story over there, yeah. So, yeah. What are your thoughts on Skinwalker Ranch? Because that is what I... Uh, uh, missing 411 stories is the first one that I did. It's basically like people who go missing and there's no explanation for where they went. And sometimes they just turn back up and they can't even explain. They're weird stories. Um, what's your take on Skinwalker Ranch? Um, yeah, I mean, the whole thing is crazy. I mean, I don't really know what I think about that place. Obviously, the stories that they, they've come out with are pretty wild. Um, Do you think it's aliens? Oh, boy. Am I making noise here? If is you this think me? You are oh, no. And need help. Are you pregnant? pregnancy? Do you need help? Is here for you. We offer pregnancy <laughs> tests, that's that's that you and additional it's me. programs and assistance. Get the confidential medical. This is clearly not targeted advertising. I, I had that because that was going to be the second story we were going to talk about. It had nothing to do with pregnancy, trust me. And, um,. Yeah, it just decided to fire off there. A nice little video. It'll probably start again here, even though I've I've paused it for now. Um, 
Do you think Skinwalker Ranch is alien related or Indian spirit like possession related or both? Um, I mean, if I had to choose, I would. It's probably alien. Okay. Because um, I actually I went more Indian spirit, and yeah. the young lady who I was talking to who brought it to my attention postulated that she thinks it's both okay that's one theory i guess i i just think it i definitely there was some stuff going on there that i was like this is a lot of stuff and there are times where you know you would be talking on your podcast or i see these stories where you know people throw stuff out there and i think not buying it not enough not enough detail just kind of flimsy with what is being put out there. But that Skinwalker Ranch story, uh, a lot of detail, uh, a lot of different events, and very bizarre. Um, Definitely gave me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, there's some weird stuff going on over there for sure. Is that like the weirdest one you've read, the one that you're like most buying into? Or if you had to pick just one that you were like, no, this is what I go to as as proof that aliens are out there. Like, where do you go for, where do you point to for proof? There's a few stories that are really, really convincing. Um, First of all, the the videos from the the Air Force pilots are actual proof. I mean, there's video evidence of Mm -hmm. these things. Um, So that has to be the number one because there's video of these things. Um, But as in stories for things that necessarily you can't prove or that weren't actually filmed, uh, there's a story um, about a classroom of children in Zimbabwe who all witnessed an alien spaceship land and actually like some sort of being come off of the ship. Hmm. And it's really interesting. There's actually a documentary. And this is like one of the stories I read recently that like, I wish I had the podcast for because this guy put out a documentary um, in October. I think it was within the, the last 12 months. He put the thing out. Okay. Um, where he actually was able to get footage of the kids being interviewed about what they saw. And then he not only plays like that footage, but then he also goes back and finds some of these people as adults and interviews them as adults. But the Zimbabwe story is, is crazy because it was witnessed by like 30 children. Right. And like, you know, they they sit all these kids down and they interviewed them all separately and all of these kids basically had the same story the same descriptions they drew pictures um and you know there's no possible first of all the kids aren't just getting together in a group of 30 and being like we're gonna trick all of these people like you know it's just they could but i doubt it they could but i mean they were children like they were like first grade second grade third grade like they were children yeah, and kids are not great liars either. No, I there's mean, that, just no way that they're all going to come up with with the same descriptions and the same stories. Yeah, that so, balloon boy story, you remember that? That that fell apart when that kid couldn't tell a lie. 
exactly all those things th- this thing would have fallen apart or now that they're adults somebody would have said it was whatever but there's there, it's only gotten more convincing as years has gone on so um if you should look into that that's it's a really interesting story um and uh, i'm really excited i have i just i rented the documentary yesterday i just haven't been able to watch it yet i can't wait to watch it uh he was also the guy who who did the whole thing was on rogan and the interview with that he did with rogan is super super interesting because he of course breaks it down even more but mm-hmm. um yeah if you're looking for like a very convincing story the zimbabwe story is really really good um and then there's one i mean there's a there's a ton of recordings of military bases um, losing control of equipment and all this other crazy stuff. Um, but there's there was one story specifically, um, you know, in the 60s, I believe. I think it was somewhere in, in, in Europe where there was these, like, unidentified objects that were at an, an, a naval base and they like basically took control of like a bunch of nuclear codes mm-hmm. and basically, and everything is, is documented and recorded. And like these guys like went to like, it's I'll, I'll send it to you. I don't, I can't, I don't know all the details off the top of my head, but I'm not uh, as into it as, as you are or some of my other friends, but I do find it interesting. Like the stuff that I like to get into the most is the stuff that I don't really know. And and this stuff definitely fits that bill. Like, I'd never heard of Skinwalker Ranch. Now, do I want to consume, like, you know, 10 YouTube videos and read a bunch of books on it? No. But I do like to, you know, watch one or two things or read something on it and then, you know, form an opinion on it. And I just think it's interesting, all this different stuff out there. I've seen any number of news stories over the last couple of years. You talk about, you know, military pilots or, you know, just commercial pilots talking about things that they've seen that they that they can't really paint a vivid picture but they say that they've seen things that cannot be you know identified i i do find those interesting like if i asked you two questions one um what do you, like when i say a a ufo or an alien uh, obviously, those are two different things. One's an unidentified flying object. One is, you know, some sort of creature. If I asked you, oh, God, is that Morrison stu- Community oh, Hospital no. is growing. My name is Abdul Foad. I'm a board-certified, fellowship-trained <laughs> orthopedic sports this medicine really surgeon. This is a buzzkill. I'm going to have to close this. This is awful. Okay. Well, I guess I'll just chance that I can find this story again here. Um at least we're not, you know, pregnant and nursing or whatever the one was earlier. Um, <laughs> you got it, bud. I sure did because I closed it. Um, yeah, that's why I don't usually have stories open when I try to podcast because crap like that happens. Um, if I asked you like, to describe an alien to me or a UFO, either one, like, wh- how would you describe it? Um, well, again, I would go back to the um, the videos that were released from the Pentagon um, that the tic tac shaped UFO, mm-hmm. um, and um, there was actually a on new I think it was New Year's Day 
there's a video there was a video going around from Hawaii. Did you see anything about that? It was like this not. blue orb. Um and clear as day, people got it on their phones. The video's incredible. Um of this like very bright light blue orb that was just like floating in the air and then all of a sudden it just shoots into the ocean it's fucking crazy sorry for i know i don't know if i can curse or not but uh, what do you mean you don't of course you can i just click that explicit button okay you do you do whatever Uh, you want um but but yeah you should i mean dude get on your phone right now and just search um Hawaii, Hawaii blue orb UFO video and it'll come up. It was it's just a few weeks ago. What am I searching for? Hawaii what? Just type in Hawaii UFO video. Got it. Hawaii UFO video. Okay. Um a mysterious uh, blue like... UFO was spotted over Hawaii. Let's... Yeah, and the video is crazy. Um let's, let's see what we got here. Okay, I'm turning the volume down now, so I don't have to deal with that garbage again. Um, (laughs) All I'm seeing is a... Oh, buffering. Okay. Um, Yeah, you should get a video. I do see a blue speck. Okay, yes. It's it's pretty insane. And then eventually it just shoots into the ocean. Hmm. So, I mean, I don't think there's one way of necessarily describing them. I think there's many different versions. Um, what? So my follow-up question was going to be, why do you think they come here? Do you think they want well, I think to... They go, I think they go everywhere. Uh, so, but but why why here? Like, And do, do they mean to make contact with us? Are they getting sloppy? Do they want something? Do they need something? Are they lost? Um, well, I think it could be just as simple as, like, we're probably interesting to them. Because so I think they're way smarter than we are. I think sure, their technology I mean, blows our stuff away. Of course. But, I mean, we study ants, and our technology blows ants away you know (laughs) that that is a very similar point to what the young lady who i was podcasting with said she said every time you know we find some new creature deep in the ocean we study that of course it makes sense why wouldn't they they're if, if they're traveling through different parts of you know the the these galaxies and whatever else and most it almost i mean pretty much every planet or exoplanet or moon that we know of, all of these planets are dead. We're the only planet that's like actually a living thing. But I also think we're stupid to believe that we're the only thing out there. The solar system and the galaxy is huge. There's no way it's just us. But I just mean everything that's like around us that we've been able to, 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 to see at this point is dead. All of these planets are dead. They're so for them, if they're traveling around for however long they are and wherever they're traveling, they see all these dead planets. And then all of a sudden they come up to this one and there's just all of this going on. Of course, how could it, how could it not be interesting to them? I just think that again, they're smarter than us. So I'm kind of surprised that, that they don't have a way to cloak themselves that we can see them. Oh, I'm no, of course they do. I'm sure they do. So That's why did why they allow themselves to be visible to us? Well, because I'm sure sometimes 
and again, I mean, <laughs> what do I know? But um, sometimes that maybe they want to be seen. That's part of they want to see what happens. Maybe uh, that was interesting. I just watched the the blue streak, blue line, and there was a white one too that they talk about in the video. But I was trying not to pay too close of attention to it while you were talking. But it looks like there was actually two things on this video, and the the white one they say was smaller. So it looks like there was a, a second UFO okay. in Hawaii with that thing as well. There you go. Um, and then there was another guy just recently who came out. I can't remember. Um, uh, did you see that story where I forget what his title was? Was it the was, Israeli one or? Yes, yes, yes. I I mean, that that guy was like 30 years on the job. He was, he's retiring. Yep. And he comes out and he said he was he he had an interesting theory. And then it kind of goes along with what you're saying is that we've had this deal with them for however long it's been and that they live here and that they, they you know, who knows? I'm sure they could probably just blend in or or make themselves look like us or whatever it is. You know, it's like I'm sure they could live among us and we'd have no idea that the 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 interesting thing about the the Hawaii Hawaii video is that it shoots right into the ocean and then you know I just immediately assume well of course they probably all just live at the bottom of the ocean where we could get nowhere near them huh that is interesting what uh, what got you fascinated in this kind of stuff um i think I think I had a I had a friend growing up who was who was into it or like he had an older brother who was into it. Um and I borrowed a somebody let me borrow a book. I think it was a friend or a friend's brother let me borrow a book and I just started reading about it and it just seemed really interesting. Um you know, you see like stuff on in movies and TV shows and whatever else. Um I just always thought it was just an interesting thing to to read about. And I mean, it's just like, who wouldn't want there to be more than just this, you know? I agree. I A lot of the TV specials, though, or like Netflix stuff, it leaves me unsatisfied because they will promote and promote and promote and tease ahead and tease ahead to like the last segment of the show and in the end they they never really have anything that fantastic it's why i do tend to like news stories better sure because it's all right there for you like a lot of these you know specials on stuff it's like well okay show me the goods what do you got and you know they'll they'll be like well we went out there with our equipment and it stopped working it was crazy it's like, okay. Well, I think you're looking at the wrong stuff, buddy. Um, mm. how, do you know who Bob Lazar is? Yes. Uh, Rogan had him on, very famous episode. And yep, I've I've talked a little bit about him, yes. Well, he's got a, there's a great documentary on Netflix about Bob Lazar that you should check out. Okay. Um, uh, George Knapp is another person that I think you would. He did some Skinwalker before. Ranch stuff, didn't he? He he did, yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw that name when I was looking at that. Yeah, he's uh he started out as a news reporter in Las Vegas, I believe, uh, you know, like thirty years ago or something. And he got 
very much sucked into the world of UFOs and and aliens, and he's kind of like moved into that direction. He's got a really good YouTube channel. Um, he was he's been on Rogan as well. Uh, he's done some stuff. He's the the first guy to publish anything from Bob Lazar. I mean, he's been doing this for a very long time. Um, and you know, you're not gonna. It's not gonna be the equipment stopped working at the end of the story with him. Like he's going to give you a quality story with like really uh, thorough information and research. Okay. So there are a few people I think that, yeah, maybe try and just make it this like silly thing or they're not really in it for the same reasons other people are. Yeah. Anytime they start busting out the paranormal equipment and all of that stuff, my yeah, my BS radar tends to go off pretty hard. That, well, yeah, th- that should be the first sign to <laughs> to move on. To something <laughs> well, I I I do try to give all of this stuff a fair shake, and I think I am a not I think I, I know I am a believer. I don't know exactly how far I can go with it. It's not like I've had contact, but I. Yeah. Like I told you, I think we're very naive to believe we're the only thing out there. Um, oh, yeah, there's no way that it's just us, for sure. Well, and at the very basic level, they've they've found signs of life on other planets, but obviously it's, you know, so flipping cold on, like, Mars and stuff that, you know, it it's all frozen over now, uh, and it's very, very, very basic, you know, type things. It's not even like uh, animals or plants or stuff like that. It's like amoebas. Um, but no, I I definitely think there is other intelligent life out there that I think is far more intelligent than us. And I think we are stupid if we think we are the only thing out there. I just, I can't say, yep, I've seen it. And, but to me, you don't always need to see it to believe it. Sure. And I, I, most people haven't seen it. I mean, some of the people that believe in it the most haven't seen it. Well, Um, and one of the Bob Lazar is such an interesting person because he's, you know, from what he claims, he's seen it. Mm -hmm. He's been a part of it. Yeah. Um, How interested would you be? It wouldn't have to be something we did, you know, weekly or monthly but if we uh, if we did something food related once in a while, yeah, dude, I'd be so into it. Because uh, definitely, do you it. know, we used to do a little podcast called Everyone Eats, which was your uh, maiden podcast voyage, I believe. That was it, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I handed you that baton, and you ran with it, and and then you turned speaking of nothing into the juggernaut that it was, and <laughs> and you've done several other successful podcasts since. Um, have you eaten out at all? Uh, not really. No. Um, I've been trying to do the takeout thing once in a while. I found a Chinese place that I love. Yeah. I haven't really done much. I've got like one spot that like uh, I was ordering from for a little while, like maybe like on a Saturday every once in a while, Mm -hmm. but I really don't do much. But I mean, there is still. You're a really good cook, though, too. Like you make your own stuff. With me, it's like, well, I got the air fryer and I got the Foreman grill and I got the microwave. Like I'm not like a master of the crock pot and you know some of that and like the oven and like I don't like to wait for like an hour and a half or like twelve <laughs> hours to make my food. Sure. 
Um, yeah, no, I definitely do a good amount of cooking. Um, but yeah, we could still do a podcast about food. I mean, I really love, I mean, there's, there's still some good, like, food news and fast food news and stuff that we could definitely talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I always kind of found that stuff, the the fast food stuff, I always kind of found the most interesting um, or like most entertaining stories. Um, I've still got the everyone eats Twitter account and I'll just jump on there every once in a while just to like go through the feed because the feed is just me following all food related stuff. So I get a bunch of fun food stories every once in a while. Um, Interesting. I would definitely be into it. Um, This like uh, this delivery service that I use sometimes they do get some good snacks every once in a while. So we could definitely do some snack reviews or, uh, you know, I would be into trying things if it seemed worth trying. But yeah, I'd be totally down to do some sort of food-related thing for sure. So you order up snacks? Yes. So um, I use this app called GoPuff, and there it's like cannabis-related. No, no, no. This is like look. I'm not casting any dispersions on it. I I don't care if it is. No, no, no. There's nothing. There's no drugs. I hear go puff, and I I think uh, puff puff pass. No, it's just like you can get like basic grocery items, um, you know, your cereal, your pastas, your sauce. You get eggs and bacon, like very basic stuff. Okay. And then they have like a you know like it's like a little grocery section. They have like an ice cream section, quick meals, you know stuff for your pets, cleaning supplies. It's just something like that. But then they also have a snack section. And they do do some interesting things. I'm looking at it right now. They have these mystery snack boxes. Hmm. Um, They do them with chips. They do them with candy. So right now they have a mystery snack, snack box with spicy sour. So whatever kind of spicy sour hmm. you could get. Okay. Um, they have a better for you mystery snack box. So hmm. I would assume these are healthy snacks. Yeah, you're probably like uh, Chex Mix or something like that. And then they have another one here called Mystery Snack Box Best Bets. They, it's all kinds of stuff. So then, And then, of course, they just have, oh, they've got a chocolate one. And then, of course, they just have your your regular go-to. You can get Gushers. You can get Gummy Bears. They've got Kit Kat, you know, Reese's Pieces, like all the regular stuff. What did you um, whip up today? What did you ha- what, Tell me what you were nibbling on today. What did you have? Um, well, I didn't order anything today. No, I, I know you didn't. I just want to know what you ate. Oh, what I ate today. Um, yeah. What did I eat today? Um I ate kind of boring today. I had an apple for breakfast. Just an uh, apple? Yep, just an apple. Are you back on the uh, the slimming kick? No, I'm not back, but I'm I'm trying. I want to move towards it. So, and I also just like. Geez, an apple. That's man. That's depressing. That's that's like nothing. Well, 
I don't I don't like to do big breakfast. I just like to eat something. Look, I'm not uh, saying you have to eat like 12 eggs and like 15 pancakes, but an apple. I love a good apple. You don't like an apple? <laughs> not just an apple, no. Okay, well, so I had an apple for breakfast. Uh, You're see, not going to like today. I had a <laughs> banana and I had a uh, a lean breakfast sandwich for my breakfast. <laughs> a breakfast sandwich sounds great. I yeah. mean, look, sometimes... Uh, my, I'm, I'm, yeah, my breakfasts are pretty boring. I will make a breakfast sandwich every once in a while. Okay. What are you going to tell me? Lunch was like a, uh, Oh, you're not going to like it. Yeah. I I can just, it was like a one cracker, one Ritz. Oh, no, 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 no. It was better than that. Okay. Um, it was a spinach tortilla wrap, uh, tuna wrap. That's totally fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I make. I buy this really good, it's like, uh, you know, organic tuna from mm-hmm. the grocery store. And okay. I, 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 uh, I go, I go tuna, uh, um, little bit of, uh, garlic, some chopped up tomatoes, pickles, a little bit of pickle juice. Does sound like little... way too much work, but okay. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm chopping up. To a tomato, half a tomato, and, and and a pickle. Pickle juice. I mean, pickle juice. It's in the jar. You just dump a little from the jar on your tuna, you psycho. Sounds like an aisle in the grocery store. I would be intimidated by. Just gonna be it, honest. It's, it's the juice from the pickle jar. I know I, that aisle intimidates me. I don't tend to go down you there. Buy, you don't buy pickles. No. Oh my God, you're missed, dude. It's pickles is the best snack. N- the, nothing, zero calories. Pickles. I do like a good. You know that uh, when we went out to eat last, I consumed dude, a pickle there. I believe. I I always, dude. We could we should do a whole episode uh, on staple refrigerator staples. What is what you always have in your ketchup? Fridge. Of course. Yeah. Although I'm boring now too. I do. Zero sugar ketchup. Oh my goodness! Oh. I'm trying to cut I, less sugar, man. I have been getting into fights with the young Latina ladies around the office. <laughs> I I describe ketchup as the white man's salsa, and they all make this face at me when they're <laughs> proudly gallivanting with these jars of. Do you know what tahini is? Um, is it the is it the seasoning? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they've all got this tahine. They and I'm put like, it on like you put it on like pineapple. Oh, they claim you put it on anything. Yeah. And and yeah. I've said, yeah, my equivalent is ketchup. And they make a face and, and then well, we then we fight. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Every time. Um okay, yeah. I already see our first episode, refrigerator oh, staples. I could do I could do, do a whole episode on let's let's Ref- let's just refriger- hold this up here we're going to do refrigerator staples our first episode all right yeah write that down because i'm I, oh, throwing it in the notes i'm not even driving them. right now this is good <laughs> okay refrigerator staples um so my lunch today you went yeah. over yours i mean yours had like you know four foo-foo ingredients that you know blow my mind that sounded right, well, like on, a lot of work on. yeah so yeah had Mm. Some mm. Uh, malt vinegar and sea salt chips with my tuna. Wrap, <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. Malt vinegar, sea salt chips. 
They're so good. <laughs> that sounds like an area of the store that I definitely would be intimidated by. Oh, man, you're missing out, dude. I have I no doubt that I am. Quality, healthy meals for you. Um, so for me, I yeah. had a, a piece of chicken that I cooked in uh, the air fryer. Uh, super boring Joe style. Uh, nothing on it. <laughs> no sauce, no spice, no nada. With some broccoli. Also, no butter, no salt, no nada. Um. So that was uh, as plain Jane as you can get. And then Wait, you I, just put chicken in the air fryer and then just eat it? Yeah. yeah. You, you don't put anything on it? N- not on this one. Nothing. Why you, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, you could buy seasoned chicken already, like marinated chicken. Uh, I did not, actually. But uh, okay. 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 Perhaps for down the road. Um so I did that. I had a Dude, Greek. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. I got another crazy idea for an episode, which could be fun. Oh, okay. I'm going back to the phone here. What do you got? What if we did an episode where we bought each other's groceries? For, <laughs> you would hate like, me. You would be like, this is trash. I, I know, but it would still be kind of funny. And I would hate you because I would have all these foo-foo ingredients. My, you would, I, not, dude, you would be eating like a king. No, if you but got my I wouldn't be because you, you're like uh, Emerald Lagasse in your kitchen. Good pull by me right there. And uh, you're throwing <laughs> yeah, all this stuff up and going boom. And then you're getting your Julia Child on. And you're like, yeah, I threw this with this. And, and you know, 15 more combinations later, I had a foodgasm. It was awesome. For me, I, I, I feel like you're arguing for me right now because you just said you had a piece of chicken with nothing on it. No, here's the problem. You know what you're doing. If you give me your foods, I, I yeah. would be like, okay, um, this is going to taste like crap because I don't know what I'm doing with your food. You've never made tuna before? Made tuna? Yes. I've opened the can. What do you mean, made tuna? Well, you can't just eat it straight out of the can. What are you talking about? Like tuna salad, like a tuna salad sandwich. Like I've never bought tuna that. salad at the grocery store, but when I just... So, oh, yeah. see, you got to okay, learn to cook okay. Joe style, because I make a mac and cheese in a pot, and then yeah. I just straight throw the tuna right from the can right in there. And it, Wait, it is what my uh, my ex, my ex, you know her and uh, love her as I do. Uh, she referred to this dish as mac and nasty, the way that I would make it. Yeah, it sounds awful. <laughs> oh, well, I've lost uh, 93 pounds doing this, so must be doing something right. You're down 93 pounds now? Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ, man. That's, in, that's incredible. I've been working uh, really hard now. Yeah. Jesus, good yep. for you. Buddy. I did 20 miles the other day, and uh, when I got done, might have passed out a little bit on the driveway, but when I came inside, I weighed 169 pounds. Holy shit. What were you at when you started? 262. God damn. Nicely and done. Bro. I, I am doing a marathon in a little under two weeks on my own, and uh, I am hoping that, uh, that I can get it a little lower. I mean- it, it fluctuates about 
10 pounds any given day based on the water and everything and how yeah. crazy I am with the running. But And obviously when I weighed myself at the 169, it was like a, a boxer for a weigh-in. I only had my underpants on. To, uh, <laughs> well, I, I just got to be honest. You know, when they weigh me at the at the doctor's office, to me they're cheating because I've got my keys in my pocket and my phone and my shoes are on. It's like, no, no, no. That is not my weight. Thank you very much. So, yeah, I never understood that. I don't, I, I, my doctor used to at least make me take my shoes off. No. So, I mean, granted, I don't walk into the doctor's office and take my pants off. I mean, that would be a little weird. Sure, but shoes are still a little something. Well, but I think I should be able to at least take an honest weigh-in. And I mean, I keep my underpants on to keep it classy at home so my roommate doesn't stroll out of his room and wonder what the heck I'm doing. But yeah. uh, I want an accurate weigh-in, and I'm just saying that uh, I had so, to—I had a doctor. I don't think he intended to challenge me, but he said I had to get under 170 to no longer be overweight. And that is when I weighed around, like, 255. And, uh, yeah. and I have done it. So go me. That's amazing, buddy. I think what I'm realizing is that— yeah. Your diet plan was just to make the worst food possible so that you just don't mm. eat and then you lose weight. I've been eating those things even when I was fat. <laughs> but, I know. Uh, yeah, no, it, you this, know that my food choices are hot trash no matter what. And um, this is why you need to eat my grocery list because then you could eat good food and well, still lose weight. Do I get like a, a guide with your food as well or do i just get the, the, the you know the we go to the do, store and buy this i need to know like what do, do i zoom, yeah zoom cooking shows i need watch, something watch me cook I, I you need to at least give me like some directions of hey dumbass when you go to the store and you buy the the pickle juice and the this and the that you, you put it on this with a dash of that and a side of this and a teaspoon of that moron i don't know any of that i because i guarantee you you will not need that for my food my food is very basic and simple to prepare <laughs> mac and nasty you just throw it right in there you, so wait hold on yeah. that, that's macaroni and cheese and tuna yeah god that's so gross dude oh it's delicious <laughs> you know what i used to do that was really good hmm. uh as just like a poor man's meal at this point. There's nothing was, poor uh, about that meal. Oh, no, yours is definitely a poor oh, man's Oh, no, meal. to be fair, I, I use the three cheese from fries. So I'm not getting one cheese. I'm getting three cheeses <laughs> in my mouth. I do love that you're losing weight and eating three cheese mac and cheese. That dude, is a, a good selling point. Dude, let me tell you, tonight, I'm going to drop this hot combo on you. <laughs> I, I My... My buddy had this ice cream. I was over at his house. I eat with him most Wednesdays. And um, and he told me, he's like, yeah, I've got this ice cream I don't want anymore. And it's like a it's like a coffee toffee crunch or something from like uh, Tillamook or something. He's like, yeah, I don't want that. So I got that. I got what uh, some of my friends refer to as the welfare food from Fry's. They had one of those uh, pumpkin spice swirl mini cheesecakes. Okay. And I take a bunch of peanut of uh, peanut M&Ms, and I've been doing that for dessert for the last several days. And I, it's not like a little skimpy portion of ice cream. 
No, it sounds amazing. I've chopped the uh, the cheesecake into four pieces, and I have the final piece tomorrow night. No, I'm losing weight doing all this stuff. Intermittent fasting. Booyah. That's the key, huh? It's just eating... I mean, are you keep, are you counting calories at all, or are you keeping track of that? I am cognizant that I am eating less, but no. Um, but, you, but by what, 8 o'clock? You don't eat past 8 o'clock? No, usually I only eat between 12.30 and 6.30. Oh, and then you're, that's it for the day, huh? That's it. That's super strict. I mean, I, I, I could probably get behind maybe a 12 to 8. 12 to 6 is just like, that's just, I mean, what time do you go to bed? Uh, depends. Uh, usually about 1 a.m. So for seven hours, you're just awake and not eating anything? Yeah. I mean, that's great. I mean, that's good for you, man. That's very, What very do you mean strict. for seven hours? Uh, from like seven till one, which is six hours. And then okay. I usually wake up around like 6.30 to 7 a.m. And then I don't eat for another five or six hours. Yeah, no, I get it, man. And once you get into that groove, obviously it's a lot easier. It's just stick, getting sticking to it in the beginning for sure. But um, that's great, dude. Eh, uh, it is what it is. I, I I genuinely do not say it to brag. I I I wanted to lose weight. That doctor, uh, you know, gave me some. You know, he just he said he was happy with me, and uh, I was doing the best I could, and uh, I want to try to do the full hundo. So I'm trying. No, dude, fuck, brag about it, man. That's incredible. I mean, it's, that's a tough thing to do. I think the most weight I've ever lost while on a diet was like 35 pounds. I don't think I've ever been able to lose more than that. And that was about the, the, the amount that I needed to lose. But um, I mean, I couldn't imagine doing that twice more after. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I, I I feel like I talk about it too much, so I don't want to go too deep with it. But yeah. I, when I started this out, I told myself, like, you know, just, just see where you can go and don't be crazy. All along, my goal was to get this far, but I knew I had to break it up. And I put it in terms of bowling balls. A <sighs> A standard men's bowling ball is 16 pounds. Yeah, And I told myself, if I just do it one bowling ball at a time, we'll see how far I can get. Sure. No, and, that's a very that's an interesting way of looking at it. Well, I, I needed Whatever something. Works. And, dude, now, uh, so the first marathon I did, the only marathon I've done, uh, I was five hours, 44 minutes, and 40 seconds. Yeah. And uh, when I run it in a little less than two weeks from now, my goal is to break four hours. That's awesome. Which dude. I think is kind of crazy. Like, I don't know how much people usually drop from first marathon to second, but I'm guessing yeah. it's not an hour and 45 minutes. So No, that's, that's a hefty goal. But hey, man, whatever. Do the best you can and then do try and do it again next time. Nah, I, I think this might be the last one for a while. Uh, yeah. Not necessarily forever, but I'll take a nice long break again and I'll just do my big walks. I like to... I've been doing like seven to eight mile walks a couple of days a week, along with long, long runs here and there. And uh, I think I'll just scale back to just the walks again for a while. Well, that's cool, man. So, so what was dinner for you tonight? Cause for me, it was, uh, 
again, a very Joe meal here. Of I had a thing of uh, light chicken soup, and I took, again, more, more of the welfare food that was uh, going to go bad at the grocery store. You know those meat and cheese trays? <laughs> I took a bunch of the cheese cubes yeah. from the meat and cheese tray, and I threw yeah. them in the soup. And then I just had like a cheesy chicken noodle soup along with that delicious dessert I described. I mean, that sounds awful, but <laughs> it wasn't. If you if you're happy with it, man, that's great. I I just I could I couldn't imagine eating any of that. I'm not a de- dessert person, so that immediately is why it sounds bad. First of all, it's just I wouldn't want to eat any of those dessert items. <laughs> but also, putting cheese cubes in chicken soup. It was good. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Well, okay. Uh, I mean, look, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't have your cheese, refined palate. Cheese, cheese and chicken, no, no carbs. So, I mean, that's good, I guess. Eh, whatever. Carbs, marbs. What did you have? Um, I just realized it's nine o'clock. I haven't even, I haven't eaten dinner yet. All I've eaten today is an apple and my tuna wrap so Bull. gosh uh, well buddy i'd only lost like 20 something pounds when i did that first marathon and that was the most i'd ever lost and i was training like a wild man for it so if you really, i'd like to lose i'm trying to drop like 25 pounds if i lost 25 pounds i think i'd be fine the intermittent uh, fasting for me was totally the way to go because it has like melted off of me. And then when I threw any amount of exercise on top of it with just the walking, I mean, it's not like I'm doing like crazy, like I quit my gym. Like they looked at me a couple weeks ago and, uh, and they're like, why are you quitting? And I, I looked at him and I told (laughs) him, I was like, example of why you should keep going. I said like, uh, because I haven't been in here in nine to 10 months. I have not set foot in my gym outside of the day I quit since before the pandemic began. I was like, yeah, why, why would I keep going? Either. Yeah. I like, I like the treadmill, but I could, I could live without it in the same. The only reason I, I keep a gym membership is because I love the sauna. That's the only reason. Yeah, I Mine didn't even have one. What's that? Mine didn't even have a sauna. Oh, well then, yeah, I wouldn't, I would quit immediately. LA but. Fitness had a lovely sauna, but this, uh, this was EOS and, uh, nope, I, I liked them pre-pandemic, but I don't need people to sweat on me and I, I don't need the COVID. Yeah. I'm also trying to avoid the COVID at this point. Yeah. Um, I am, I am closing in on getting the vaccine here. So, uh, I've made it this far. Oh, I certainly right. don't yeah, want any hot the, garbage. The, does the Crohn's put you up on the list? Uh, no. But uh, media, I believe, gets me bumped up a little. But I actually had uh, somebody reach out to me uh, a couple weeks ago, and they said, hey, uh, if you volunteer all day at this place, so I need to be there at like 6 a.m., and I'm going to volunteer for like 11 hours, they said, you will get a vaccine. So... I believe next Saturday I they pulled some strings and they're going to get me vaccinated. And I'm sure there's people out there who are going to be PO'd that like, you know, their 80-year-old grandmother had to wait an extra 10 minutes to get a vaccine because I somehow cut the line. But I uh, 
I, I don't feel any remorse. I mean, I've got a chronic health condition. My, my immune system is suppressed, and and I hope you know your eighty year old grandmother gets a vaccine in short order here too. But uh, I am trying to do my best to get mine and to uh, continue to be a productive member of society. I'll continue to wear a mask and be healthy. Yeah. So wait, what do you, when you're volunteering? What are you doing? I'm not clear on that exactly, but it's something with like making sure people who are showing up to get their vaccine are properly registered and are who they say they are. And I'm doing gotcha. something with like scanning in codes and everything. We'll see. After I actually do it, I'll let you know how it goes. And to be fair, I know that uh, Arizona is struggling a little bit in the vaccine department. Um, yeah. I could show up out there and they may say the volunteers aren't getting one. And then it may just be... Uh, you know, no soup for you. And then uh, then I don't get it. And I will still proudly volunteer because I think it's important to help people. So I'll I'll go through it and do it. Well, fair enough. <clears throat> I definitely will let them shoot that vaccine straight into my blood as soon as they'd like to. Yeah, I'm you're looking for forward it. to them tracking you. And, uh, you know, you're you're going to be a, a product of uh, Bill and Melinda Gates and you know, they're going to know uh, all of your DNA and all your other secrets when they inject you with whatever they are? Yep, I can't wait. Uh, whatever uh, they, If they need any help, I'll, I'll write down my social, whatever they need. <laughs> the people care. who believe that stuff, I just, I really tip my cap to them. I, I have <laughs> no doubt that I could have some sort of vaccine side effect that could, you know, make life a little more rough sledding for me. But... Yeah. To honestly believe that the government is going to inject me with something so they can scan me and track me, that uh, I believe in one or two conspiracies, that's not one of them. Well, no, I feel bad for people that actually believe that stuff. That's insane. Um, I did read a story today about how uh, there was like an issue with like a Moderna vaccine. Yeah. Apparently. Did you see that? Uh, I saw one a week ago where I've seen a couple. The one that I saw, don't quote me on the numbers here, but I want to say it said like 19 people had had what they considered severe side effects. And this was out of 2.1 million total vaccinations across the U.S. 19 people had had severe side effects and all had been discharged from the hospital or were uh, already at home. One guy down in Florida who was a doctor, I'm not sure if it was Pfizer or Moderna, got a vaccine and passed away a couple days later, and they were not sure if it was the vaccine or not that played a role. But I would say, yeah, it could have. And then I saw a story today, too, that said that there was a batch of vaccine in California that was on, yeah, that was on pause. About. Yeah, there's less than 10 people who got a dose from like a particular uh, batch all needed medical attention within 24 hours. Yes. Um, so they put like that batch of vaccines, like they separated it and they're like figuring it out or whatever. Correct. But yeah, for the most part, it seems like everybody, and I know a bunch of people who have gotten it already. My sister's a nurse. She's been working um, on COVID floors for a year now, and she got it a couple of weeks ago, and she's fine. 
Um, How was the Zoom wedding, by the way? I don't feel like you ever talked about that on your podcast. Oh, yeah, I didn't really get too into it just because it's, you know, it's my sister's thing, not really Well, but you you gave the preview of you were going to be a part of a Zoom wedding and you were really looking forward to it, and then we got no no after. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, it was was about as fun as a Zoom wedding could be. Okay. Um, You know, it was my my little sister getting married, so obviously that was like a big thing, and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, I was looking forward to, like, having a big wedding and there was, you know, some big plans obviously in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so it, a zoom and wedding was not ideal, thing. but yeah. it was about as fun as a zoom wedding could be. You know, it's dangerous when I write down ideas mid podcast, it's much better when I uh, drive down the highway and do it because, yeah. uh, the, the first note I wrote down was refrigerator. <laughs> I didn't even write down refrigerator staples, but I went back and added that. And then the second one, I got as far as Rob and. <laughs> <laughs> and I just threw in Rob and Joe give each other grocery lists. So I got the I got the whole thought out there after I used my brain for a minute. Okay, so... So the Zoom wedding was, you know, as fun as a Zoom wedding could be. But, I mean, at least it wasn't like, you know, a garbage connection or anything. And at least you, you know, you had a It was fun because we got to communicate. You know, my sister and her husband, they live in Singapore. So, obviously, mm-hmm. um, to be able to at least see their wedding ceremony um, was great. And... You know, there was probably about like a hundred people on the Zoom wedding, so it was a little bit of chaos at points. But we kind of figured out a rhythm to it, and uh, you know, there's like a little chat option, so you could like private message people. So you know, a few of the people that I knew, I could kind of chat with and whatever. And yeah, no, it was fine. Very cool. Um, and you know, the plan obviously is to still have some sort of celebration with everybody as soon as that's, you know, humanly possible. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, Nothing too crazy. I Uh, do have one more for you before we get out of here today. Yeah, sure, buddy. If I was to tell you that there is a 32-year tradition that is in danger of Uh coming to an end and we will know by Wednesday... Whether or not it ends. Any guess what I'm speaking of? 32-year tradition. Yes. Um, that happens every four years. Happens every four years. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Wednesday is? I'll give um, you another hint. I do know what, I do know what Wednesday is. Yeah. Okay. It, it uh, relates to what Wednesday is. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just what a tradition in that's like a part of the, um, inauguration or is it, it is a part of the changing of the leaders in our country. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I don't know. What is it? You, you do know it. You probably, I'm just being stupid and mysterious with it. Uh, that uh, a president writes and leaves a letter for the oh, incoming president. Okay. Yeah, so a, 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 a piece of the, the tradition is stopping. Do you think Trump will write Biden a letter? I don't think Trump knows how to write a letter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think... Uh. 
Trump could pull could he if he he might leave him a tweet. <laughs> That's about as, if he's yeah. he's not leaving him more than uh, uh, and 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 there's no there's no autocorrect on a letter, so the spelling will probably no. There's no chance that man can't write a letter. You don't think he'll dictate one to uh, to <laughs> oh, Ivanka? Yeah, maybe he'll make somebody. Maybe he'll he'll make somebody write one for him. What do you think it would say? Because Obama left one for him. I I let I want to see what Obama said. He'll this probably... is this is what I had up that was making all that dumb noise over here, oh, asking okay. if you and I were pregnant. Definitely not pregnant. Yeah, Obama letter to Trump. Let's see what Obama's letter was. Ah, oh, read the inauguration day letter Obama left for Trump. Here we go. Please don't make stupid noises, computer. Come on. Just give it to me. Come on. Uh, here we go. Uh, it was addressed, Mr. President. Okay. I mean, Trump isn't even showing up for this thing. Oh, you my goodness. O- Obama wrote him a book. Uh, here we go. I'll, I'll read like the first couple sentences. Congratulations on a remarkable run. Millions have placed their hopes in you and all of us, regardless of party, should hope for expanded prosperity and security during your tenure. Well, that sure didn't happen. This is, I mean, even from his own people. This is a unique office without a clear blueprint for success. So I don't know that any advice from me will be particularly helpful. Still, let me offer a few reflections from the past eight years. First, we've both been blessed in different ways with great good fortune. Interesting choice of words there, Obama. Not everyone is so lucky. It's up to us to do everything we can to build more ladders of success for every child and family that's willing to work hard. Second, American leadership in this world really is indispensable. It's up to us, through action and example, to sustain the international order that's expanded steadily since the end of the Cold War and upon which our wealth and safety depend. Okay, I'm almost done. I'm reading the whole thing. Third, we are just temporary occupants of this office. That makes us guardians of those democratic institutions and traditions like rules of law, separation of powers, equal protection, and civil liberties that our forebearers fought and bled for. Regardless of the push and pull of daily politics, it's up to us to leave those instruments of our democracy at least as strong as we found them. And finally, last two paragraphs, take time in the rush of events and responsibilities for friends and family. Well, he certainly did that. They'll get you through the inevitable rough patches. Michelle and I wish you and Melania the very best as you embark on this great adventure and know that we stand ready to help in any ways which we can. Godspeed and good luck. Godspeed. I think sure. I think Trump will probably write, "You lost. You cheated. I, I'm I'll be back in a week. Goodbye." Yeah, I mean, it would be <clears throat> in crayon, probably. I mean, it would just be an absolute nightmare. I like that uh, he no, might I, leave I him think... a tweet. I, I like that idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, if he still had a fucking Twitter account, he'd probably tweet something. Oh, maybe I'll leave him a parlor. <laughs> go fefe biden go fefe message on myspace <laughs> um yeah no i i can't imagine he would do anything Is, isn't he hosting like a goodbye event like down the road uh i don't think so no he's definitely doing something i thought he was uh well tomorrow's gonna be pardon day i think joe exotic 
his best chance is tomorrow. <laughs> supposedly he's issuing a hundred pardons tomorrow, and supposedly that is uh, light for what presidents usually do. Really? Yeah. Supposedly Trump has pardoned like near the least. Um, let's see. What is Trump doing on? Oh, I like now. I could look that up. On, uh, I don't want to know what Trump's doing now. On inauguration day. Let's see what we got here. Trump to hold early morning send-off ceremony on Biden inauguration day. There you go. He's going to hold his own departure ceremony. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. Okay. The, guy, the guy's a fucking piece of work, man. Uh so, no, that's so wait, why would that go away though if Trump doesn't do one? I mean, Biden would do one for whoever's after him. No, but it's going to go away because Trump isn't doing one for Biden. Oh, so it's just going to go away this time. Yeah, but it's happened every 4 years or sure. I guess 8 years if a president has been reelected. It's not like old Obama sat there and was like, "Hey, let me be clear. I got some more tips for me. Four more years. That was a terrible <laughs> Obama, by the way. Not, not the best. No. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, look, the whole thing, I just, dude, everything about these past four years has been nothing like anything else. No. Of course he's not going to write. It's, everything is. I actually, uh, I think he will write him something. Yeah? Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, it will not be as long as what. Obama wrote. I'm sure of that. Yeah. But I I do think he will write him something. All right. Well, I guess we'll find or out. Or he'll dictate something to someone. I, I That is very, that's in play as well. I just, I can't believe it's finally over. Really? I just, I can't believe it. I thought it was going to be, I mean, it's clearly been a shit show, but I thought it was going to be more of a shit show. And what? More? Oh, yeah. Dude, they there was an attempted insurrection. I, oh, what do you sure. mean more? Look, I I agree, but it, that, that could have been way worse. I mean, dude, half the people that were inside the Capitol were taking Snapchat videos. They weren't kidnapping people, nor were they there for that. Some nor were they were, supposed to sure. be there at all. No, of course. But, I mean, dude... None of that was surprising to me at all. I mean, if if that was surprising to you, you've been living under a rock. Um, It was surprising in that they got inside to me. Yeah, that was surprising to me. I mean, the what was going on outside wasn't surprising to me, but um, the fact that they got inside and were able to selfie it up and shoot a bunch of videos was surprising. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't surprised by any of it. Um, I was, I was vi- I, truthfully, it was one of the saddest days I've, I've dealt oh, with yeah, in a long dude, time. Dude, I mean, yeah. I mean, the probably the perfect ending. <laughs> I, I thought he was going to win, dude. I thought it was another four years for sure. Mm, I, I didn't. Uh-huh. I, 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 once the election was over, and I I thought it would be close, I am frankly surprised that, you know, Biden won by as many millions of votes that he did. 
Um, But I I was just horribly disappointed that the narrative from a loud minority was that the election was stolen. And I don't think that served them at all either. That just really sickened me that that they would not drop that narrative. Yeah, no, it's it it put like a permanent stink on on the Republican Party for sure. Well, and and I I look at a lot of Republicans as like, what are you doing? Like, you're not helping your chances down the road, maintaining that this is stolen. And I felt like they just wanted to steal Trump voters like they just want the next time they got to run for something. They want all his votes. But see, that's where this all falls apart to me is if you lose faith in the election and you don't believe that your vote counts, why are you inspired to go and vote in two years or four years or six years when somebody in the House or the Senate or the president runs again? Because they don't really believe that. I think a lot of people do believe that. Sure. Some of them do, for sure. But I think a lot of other people are just disagreeing just to disagree they know that nobody complained nobody was checking votes when their person won it was only when their guy lost look there there no doubt were small issues across the country just as there were four years ago and eight years ago but nothing that would come close to swaying an election totally hillary lost fair and square to trump Trump lost fair and square to Biden. That's that's the way it goes. People were shocked four years ago when Trump won. And people were, you know, some were shocked that that Biden won. And uh, I say, yep, both outcomes were 100 percent correct. Not 100. They were correct. Again, I do think there are small instances where, you know, somebody might get their, you know, their their father's you know, mail-in vote, and he died two weeks before, and they, they, you know, write something down or, you know, something along those lines, or a machine screws up and, you know, 50 or 100 votes go one way or the other, but then, you know, they catch most of it. But I do not think there is widespread fraud. No, definitely not. The whole thing, dude, it's all so crazy. I'm just so happy it's actually ending. I mean, that's it. Tomorrow's the last day, and then... We're done. No. And Wednesday. I love that he, that he doesn't get to tweet about it. it makes me so happy. Um, well, who knows? I I think they, they might let him back on at some point. Or he'll create it, some it, burner or something will happen. Yeah. yeah I, just, he just steals his son's Twitter account. That was the other thing that got me. And I, I really, you know I deal with this stuff all day, every day. So I really don't like. It's why I like to talk about food and pickle yeah. juice and, you know, aliens and stuff <laughs> like that. And, you know, Jamie Lynn Spears and, you know, cats getting run over by Teslas uh, because I have to deal with this stuff all day. But the the amount of people who don't understand free speech and the First Amendment, like, sorry, um, no, Twitter can boot you anytime they dang well please. As can, you know, Facebook or, again, I don't understand Snapchat and TikTok. I see some of the the whatchamahoozles on my Instagram and whatnot, but I don't know what they're doing. But 
you don't have a First Amendment right to TikTok. If they decide they're sick of you shaking your fanny or doing whatever you're doing, they can boot you. Of course. And yet people got up in arms about that and felt like Trump was owed a, a Twitter. It's like, what do they always say? When you don't pay for it, you are the product. Absolutely. Yeah, I think he's done. I mean, they 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 said he's permanently suspended, so I hope they stick to it. Mm. Um, I'm not sold. I guess we'll see, but I mean, they did it while he was still president. <laughs> you know, now he's just a public citizen again. I think he's. I think he's pretty much done. We'll um, see. Yep i i i I definitely think if they keep him banned, you know what. You know how how things went the last couple of weeks certainly merit it, but yeah. uh, and some people would argue much longer than the last few weeks. I think I have been somebody who, you know, I've always called it like I see it, and some people would say I've been way too nice to the guy, and some people would say I haven't been fair enough to him, which to me says I've been perfectly fair. Okay, so let's talk about the real issue here. Ah, that- yes. And let's talk. And when are we going to? When when do you want to do a food podcast? I don't know. Whenever we dang well please. Okay. Well, I mean, if I think this is probably the best way to do it, right? Is like through Zoom with you in a studio. So, and I'm pretty much free all the time. So, uh, you just got to let me know when you're scheduling studio time to record stuff and we'll just plan it around that. I usually bebop in here on the weekend. Yeah, that's totally fine. If not easier. So uh, yeah, usually I truck down here on a, a Saturday or Sunday at some point. And so are, are we bringing back everyone eats? If Is you would like to, I, I leave it up to you. Do you have access to an anchor account for that? Well, we could just turn the speaking of nothing into everyone eats. That look, I'm not gonna, you know, ask you to do that. If you want to, you're free to. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that. We've already we already have everyone eats episodes up there. We do have, we have some to... some bonus <laughs> episodes we once thought were lost but were found. Yeah, those are well, those are up there. And then we did do a 2020 episode of Everyone Eats. We did do one, correct? So that's up there already, too. So I could just start throwing them up there. Um, And you could throw them up on yours, too, if you want. I I would love to. Yeah. Could do that. We could. But I I also know, you know, you've kicked around a lot of podcast ideas that, you know, I don't want to say, yeah, you got to use your speaking of nothing, you know, feed and just, you know, throw it, you know, everyone eats way. You know, you've. You've had some other podcast ideas. Like I said, I mean, it's already been up there. So, I mean, we could just add more. I'll just change the photo from speaking of nothing to everyone eats and they'll just go up there. Easy enough. Yeah, let's do it, man. I would, I definitely wouldn't mind uh, talking about food, you know, once in a while, whenever you want to do it. Yes, I would love Um, to. I'll get the old Twitter account fired up. Mm hmm. And uh, keep my eye out for some food news. Um, I'm going to make dinner right now when we finish this. Oh, I can't wait to hear about it. It's probably going to be like, I don't know, like a a pear? (laughs) No, I I have 
Uh, I have a little bit. Uh, I, I I gave up red meat about almost three years ago. Okay. So whenever I get the craving for a cheeseburger, mm-hmm. I just get that. I get the impossible meat now. Sure. So I'm I'm uh I've got I've got an impossible meat patty in the fridge. So I'm nice. gonna make myself a uh, plant based cheeseburger for dinner. I got in a uh, tiff with uh, a Burger King employee a couple weeks ago <laughs> about uh, the old impossible meat whopper. <laughs> Just the sentence of I got into a tiff with the Burger King employee. Guy was a jerk, man. Uh, makes me so it makes me so happy and it's only a sentence that I can see coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. I mean, I so you don't have T-Mobile, do you? I do actually. Oh, yeah. do you ever do T-Mobile Tuesdays? I don't even, I don't know what that is. Dude, we get free stuff every Tuesday. Uh, how? There is an app called T-Mobile Tuesdays. Okay. And every Tuesday like it sometimes is like a free Redbox video. Uh, sometimes it's a, usually it's a free Impossible or regular Whopper with purchase of something that is at least one dollar. Okay. Um, there's all sorts of stuff though. I mean, coming up this Tuesday is going to be a free T-Mobile scarf. Wow. Uh, Five dollars in credit to White Castle. Okay. With a $5 minimum purchase. Uh, $2 off in-app order to Auntie Anne's. Okay. 65% off the Overwatch League shop. And then they got some other crapola, too. Like, uh, buy one, get one Sunday hour of play at Topgolf. 10 free 4x6 prints at CVS. Like, all sorts of stuff is in there, usually. Um, So, I... I did the Burger King thing, and the two Burger Kings nearest to me have went out of business since the pandemic. So I order at uh, the third one in the app. I put my name in there. I I click on, you know, the Impossible Whopper offer. I throw in that I want uh, like a four-piece spicy nugget and a large fry and... You know, my total comes out to like, I don't know, like three ninety two or something. Yeah. Maybe it was probably a little more than that. And uh, anyways, I pull up at the drive-thru. They always say just, hey, what's your name? I tell them, hey, my name is Joe. I ordered in the app. They're like, okay, pull around. And the guy hands me this little flimsy bag after I hand him my cash. And I'm like, there's no way my sandwich is in here. Sure enough, I open it up. The nuggets and the fries are there. And I ask him, I'm like, hey, what about the Impossible Whopper I ordered? He's like, nope, that's not on the ticket. I was like, well, okay, I get that, but I ordered it through your app, and I I did the T-Mobile Tuesday thing. I'm, I'm not disputing that it's on or not on the ticket, but I did order it. And I can show you right here that I'm supposed to get one, you know, a yeah. free impossible whopper blah 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 and this guy like starts yelling at me he's like it's not on the ticket and i'm like I, look man i understand but it's the whole reason i did this order like i'm yeah. not just paying you know the five bucks for this i only did this like i should have yelled at him well i'm down 90 pounds and i want my free impossible whopper 
Like it's the whole reason I do this garbage. Yeah. Uh, it's like my cheat meal that I, I really yeah. nerd out on. And like the guy's getting PO'd at me and I'm like, you know, dude, no disrespect, but like, look, my, my parents, my dad started in fast food at Arby's. My mom started in fast food at A&W. Like, I'm not looking for a fight here. I just want what I ordered. And like, that's where it's like, like, honestly, like if you work at a, at a Burger King and somebody is showing you on the app where they ordered it, like, wouldn't they just go and make it? Like, I'm like sitting there like, dude, why is this guy like would, fighting with me? You would assume the guy would just be like, okay. And yeah, then just, just go, get just go spit in my food or step on it, whatever you want to do and throw it in the bag, please. Like I wasn't, sw- I wasn't yeah. swearing. I wasn't rude. I was just like, you know, Hey, can I show you on the app? I, I tried to order this right here. I don't know what happened with the stupid technology. I'm not saying it's your fault. I just would would like my order. Finally, he goes and grabs a manager. Manager couldn't have been nicer. He's like, what's the problem, sir? I was like, hey, I ordered uh, T-Mobile uh, Tuesday. I had the Impossible Whopper, and I guess it didn't show up on the ticket. He's like, yep, no problem. We'll bring it right out. <laughs> but for some reason, Mr. drive Through Man had to be a tough guy with me. Yeah, I mean, he was probably having a bad day, you know? Like just... I, and, and I get it. But I was not looking to pick a fight with him. He copped toed with me. Like, again, Uh, I don't roll up to these places looking for a tiff. I only want what I ordered. Like, it wasn't like I was like, yeah, I had uh, four impossible whoppers with that and, uh, you know, six orders of, uh, you know, spicy, you know, bacon sandwich. It wasn't like I was being, you know, ridiculous. It's like. Dude, I ordered the sandwich. <laughs> like, why would spicy, I not order the free sandwich? Spicy bacon sandwich sounds pretty good, by the way. I I just that was just a what popped in my head. I I'd personally love a, a mac and nasty, but they don't make that. What is that? It's what I told you my mac and cheese is with tuna. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so gross! <laughs> it's so good. Uh, did uh, you like? The the plant based Whopper. I did. I've had it from a couple of different places. It's good. Yeah, the whole thing with those like fast food plant based. They're not burgers, better for you. No, they're still so salty and like yeah. terrible for you. Yeah, but but it's, it it's was a nice less, it was a nice cheap meat, meal. I guess. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, then, yeah, let's uh, just let me know whenever you want to do one and we'll do one. We will do uh, one in the next few weeks. And uh, and we've already got a couple episodes uh, written down here of uh, let's see. Let's let's take a look at what I jotted down here for the old file. Refrigerator staples and Rob and Joe give each other grocery lists. Yeah. A grocery list might be a little much. Maybe we could just each pick a meal for the other one to make. OK, I will amend that. Rob and Joe, what are we doing here? You seemed so stressed out by making tuna fish. (laughs) Oh, I am totally making you eat mac and nasty. There's no way I'm eating that, but okay. I eat it once a week. It sounds terrible. Oh, wait, really quick. Hold on, what am I jotting down now? I have Rob and Joe. How do I end this sentence? Rob and Joe... cook a meal so you'll make something that i usually make and i'll make something you you usually make. yeah mac and nasty that's what you're getting god damn it something else please <laughs> now you're gonna be so bored you're like a sandwich with one slice of bread fun 
Uh, I used to do mac and cheese and black beans. You ever do that? No. My my friend, when he was really, um, you know, when he didn't uh, go for the uh, mac and nasty, he would just take a hot dog and throw it in there. Oh, yeah. That's a macaroni and hot dogs, a, a staple for sure. That's a classic. But I used to just do black beans because you could buy a can of black beans and a box of mac and cheese. It's cost you two dollars and it's mm-hmm. like four meals. Well, I'm just going to say uh, I take that whole box of uh, mac and cheese and the tuna. It's one meal for me. <laughs> it is delicious. You're, you're out of your mind. But. In my healthier ways, I do sometimes throw some broccoli in there, too. Oh, that's good. Maybe that would make it a little more palatable for you. Well, broccoli mac and cheese is, is pretty solid. With tuna. Don't no, kid yourself. <laughs> no, no tuna. <laughs> no tuna. Hmm. I do I do broccoli and mac and cheese for sure. I totally think you're going to have to give some mac and nasty a go. I want your review on it. I would eat a bite of yours. Hmm. I would never make that for myself. Don't worry. It's going to be your meal when I when I have you make it. Jesus Christ. All right. Okay. We've uh, we've went an hour and 40 minutes here. Tip of the cap to us. I uh, I hope I made your day a little less crappy. I know you, you made mine better. And uh, we will talk soon, all right? All right, buddy. Sounds good. All right. Be well. All right, you too, man. Goodbye. Later.